going on, Chuckleheads? I am Corlin Guadagnino. This is Dingo Talk. And my guest this week is a man needs no introduction. Uh, the Leonardo DiCaprio of Bethany himself. Harry Chambers is my guest for the first of the year to start 2021 off. Uh, so without further ado, Leonardo DiCaprio himself, Harry Chambers. What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carlo Guadagnino. We are not in the uh, secret layer, as you call it, in your commercial at the end of this. We are outside of Chambers General Store. Sitting next to me is the owner and proprietor of Chambers General Store, Harry Chambers. Harry, thank you for being on the show. Happy to be here. One one sponsor to a hopeful sponsor. So now we both have our tees. Got our Turner tee. And I see you have your shirt on. Got my shirt on. Uh, Harry, we're gonna do what we do every week. I'm gonna talk to you about kind of your last year of high school. So I know you're gonna have to, you have to pick that brain of yours. There you go, long time ago. But, so we're going to have you talk about that, where you went to school, what you did right out of college. I think a lot of people, we've talked about it before, a lot of people think you're, you've been at the <laughs> store forever. and You have been, but not. Um, but so, you, I know you went to school up here, but that was elementary school, right? Went to elementary and middle school up here, Bethany. Went to uh, Brook High School, proud Bruin graduate, go Bruins. Went on to uh, WVU to be an animal science major and thought I was going to be a veterinarian someday. God knows me and organic chemistry didn't get along, so that ended that dream. Um, so went on to, out of college, went to work for Frank Perdue, the, the chicken magnate. Um, went to the Eastern Shore of Maryland, great place for a 21-year-old with his first job and lots of money to live, 30 minutes from Ocean City, Maryland. Uh, worked for him for uh, on the shore for two and a half years, and I moved on to the Shenandoah Valley. Managed his uh, breeding operation there uh, in three states. I uh, worked, uh, managed Kentucky, West Virginia, and Virginia. Uh, stayed there for 15 years, and then in 2005 came back to Bethany. All right, so let's let's unpack all that. There so you, you go. You went to school here in Bethany at, at what's now the Hurl Center. Correct. Uh, but it was it was originally Bethany High School, then it was Bethany Middle, and then it was then Bethany Primary mm -hmm. coming together. Correct. Um, your mom also taught up there. Correct. 30 years. Um, so what was it like? young Harry growing up in, in uh, cause you were a brother too. So it wasn't like, <laughs> I've got older, older brother. So I followed in his footsteps and it was uh, different growing up in Bethany with the, your name on the front of the store. So everybody knew what I did, when I did it and how I did it. And they knew when you, they already and knew before. Grandma knew before uh, anybody else did. Now, so for the people that know the store as it is today, that's not what the store looked like then. No, not at all. It, the look hasn't changed much. We try to keep the, the, the country store look, but the business model has changed significantly. We used to be a full-service grocery store. Mm -hmm. uh, the people of town relied on us for their basic needs. Uh, since then, we have become, as times have changed, we became more of a convenience store, and then we adapted to... Hold on, I just wanna, what is the back of this shirt? Oh, I can't. I have to show that, yes. Yeah. If, you, if they don't need if they don't have it, you don't need it, is exactly. what I said. So. Um, so where was I? Oh, we came back. Yeah, we turned in, came, became more of a convenience store and then developed more into a lunch counter, so to speak, where the majority of our business is lunches, breakfasts. Uh, we added breakfast probably 12 years ago, mm -hmm. and we continue to expand that menu. And that was, so it started with the breakfast sandwiches. That was not an original, that was not something that went back. No, that was something Dad started, and then we started into the custom-made ones, so mm -hmm. that it was hot when you got it, it was fresh when you got it, and you custom-ordered it. And now you've expanded that into biscuits and gravy. Biscuits and gravy. We're That's looking phenomenal. at uh, 
dried uh, hot uh, dried roast beef on toast mm -hmm. um, and just any other options we can find that we might make people interested in coming through the door so you go to you go to school obviously the veterinarian thing goes out the window now what all what all was the working for Purdue because you I've heard from other people you know in passing the story that you're the egg man there's not an egg that could get by you that you don't know well, at one point when uh, I started out, I was in the, lake, in the meat side of it. We were producing the birds that uh, you actually hit your table. And then I moved on to, to where we produced the eggs that produce the birds that produce the meat on your table. Mm -hmm. uh, at one point, we were producing somewhere between about 3 million eggs a week. Okay. And that's between the, the three states that you were managing? No, that was, the, that was just West Virginia Virginia. That doesn't oh. count Kentucky. Jesus. That's a lot of eggs. That's a lot of eggs. A lot of eggs. And when you see them splattered all over the road, uh, yeah, it's a mess. It's, oh yeah, I bet you that's not a that's not a good day for you. No, no. <laughs> I had a hundred thousand broken one truck one day. So. So I guess the next part of this has to be, what was the decision to come back to Bethany? I got a call from Dad one day, and he said, uh, "You." And he called my brother as well, and he said, "You've got eighteen months. I'm either going to shut it down, or I'm going to rent it, or I'm going to sell it, but I'm done." doing this since I was 14 years old, um, 65 years old at the time. He wanted to retire. I wasn't really happy with what was happening at Purdue, uh, the way the company was going. Uh, Frank was stepping out of the way. Jimmy was starting to take over. Jimmy's a good guy, but... It's just different. Difference of opinions. Difference of opinions. And did not like my vice president at the time, so I decided to make the move and bring my family home. So you raised both of your boys here in Bethany. Well, my oldest came to Bethany, uh, started kindergarten here. Okay. And my youngest was only three when he started, came to Bethany. So he remembers nothing else. So, and was your brother, was your brother involved at the beginning there? Because I know he has, he has stores all throughout Virginia, correct? Napa had, and some other things. He had left, he left when, uh, when his current wife graduated from West Liberty, they moved to uh, the Piedmont area of Virginia. Okay. He was always been a mechanic, so he started his own diesel repair shops and has expanded that business into uh, the Napa stores, park stores. Uh, but he also always had a love of farming, so he does farm now. Um, so there's a story I, I, I really want you to tell in this first part before we uh, before I ask anything else. And it's got to be about the, the great riot of of the Vietnam War, I believe. The, Viet the Vietnam riot in Bethany, or the Vietnam protest. Go ahead. Was, uh, this is a <laughs> they were going to stage a protest in front of the, what is was everybody knows as the Bison Inn, and my father and my uncle decided they would uh, not allow a bunch of hippie rioters to destroy what the family had built since 1917. So they proceeded to stand in the what were two plate glass windows at the time, with a couple pump shotguns waiting to dis uh, disperse the rioters if they decide to cause a problem. Now the time of the, ri of the rally came to be. The one old Two hippie, hippies, right? One old hippie showed up and stood by the telephone pole for about five minutes, and a second old hippie showed up, and they talked for about 15 minutes. And then uh, they dispersed and went on about their way, and that was the great Vietnam protest <laughs> of Bethany of 1969. And that was the protest of Bethany. They didn't get to shoot anybody, so it was kind of a disappointing thing. Now... Uh, you said that the store since 1917. Now this is not the what we're sitting in front of right now is not the original store. It's not the original store. No, the original was, store set in the middle of Fairway, which there again your audience would know is the alley running behind the uh, dock of the Commons or the cafeteria or okay. Parkhurst or Charles Wells, whatever it is today. Um, 
And in 34, my grandfather bought out my great-grandfather and he moved it to this building, which was vacant at the time. And then, so now you have this building, the building that's attached, but directly next door, and then the alleyway and the building next to that. Correct. correct. Yeah, we acquired apartments up soft. We acquired what was the barbershop uh, about 10 years ago now, I guess. And have just added it to the complex. Um, so the, the expansion of the lunch specials and the, the soups, because it's cold enough out here, we could use a bowl of soup. We could. Chicken noodle today, too. I it know. was, and you I, missed out. I did. I was at work. Um, what was, uh, when you're sitting there and you're coming up with your specials, obviously some of them are the staples. Mm -hmm. Why those? Why are those the, the specials that they are? Dad ran a fairly simple business. He wanted five specials, and it was every day of the week when he came in in the morning, he knew what he was going to do. Okay. Um, I got the feeling that we had such a small audience, we needed to expand that. So after I got here in 05, we expanded that to 10 specials. That way we have a two-week rotation. You don't get bored. You'll uh, come in and get whatever. And some people have their favorites, and they only come in on Thursday for barbecued pork, or they love the Italian sausage, or we have people who die for fish friday especially for the homemade macaroni and macaroni cheese macaroni and cheese mama chambers macaroni and cheese absolutely um well i think this is a good spot where you and i take we'll take a break we're gonna send it to kj okay and we'll come back and then you're gonna have to send it to yourself here at the end which i i can't wait for that oh you know it take it away uh, harry but <laughs> kj he's gonna tell us about maple shades outdoors uh, all the stuff that's going on over there if you haven't yet follow them on youtube uh or subscribe to them on youtube follow them on instagram uh, they're doing great things, but without further ado, go ahead, KJ, take it away. What's going on, everybody? This is Kieran Dunn, founder of Maple Shade Outdoors. You're currently watching Dingo Talk with my man, Carlo. If you're anything like me and you're really enjoying this content, you should like and subscribe his page. You, while you're on YouTube, you should probably just head over and like and subscribe Maple Shade Outdoors. Check out our page. Enjoy some videos and some outdoor content. You might as well hop on Instagram, Facebook, follow us, Maple Shade Outdoors. Now that's enough about me. I'm trying to get back and watch the rest of Dingo Talk, so I'll talk to y'all later. What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is, this is the Dingo Talk. This is not the alumni tour. He's not an alumni from Bethany, but he might as well be. He's been in Bethany his whole life. Minus the 15 Minus years. Minus the 20 years. 20 years have gone. Yeah. gone. Okay. Math know. wasn't my strong point. Six years of college. Yeah. Uh, we're shooting this outside of Chambers General Store. Um, been here since 1917. Well, this, this building was built in 1904. It's always been a, a general store. We didn't acquire it until 1934. And it was actually the same people that owned originally on the bar, right? Was it the people they ran the store? No, the, the, the people they that actually built the farm, built the store, owned a farm out Castleman's Road, and they used this as the marketing place for their farm product. Ah, but at one point there were four stores in Bethany, which and a gas station, and a gas station. Now, when let's go there. When did the gas station? What is the? I mean, you know, I don't have, I don't expect you to be like, oh, I know when it left, but like, um, I'm not sure even when it was built. The gas station closed. Um, after I went to college, but before I came back, okay. that would be 1979 yeah, or 80, years. somewhere. Yeah, yeah. down in the back there. Somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, so it, it is 2020. We are all dealing with this this crazy pandemic. First, I want to, for everybody out there that has been in the store at any point in time, how's your mom doing with 
may not. I, mean, I know she was cooped up for a little bit. She yeah, was, she we, was we kept, her, kept her locked up for about three or four months, and uh, but she's doing fine. She's handling it well. She has some good neighbors who uh, they're all about the same age, and they keep each other company from a distance. And she's still making the uh, still making the pies. Still baking every week. Something special on the deli every mm -hmm. Wednesday or Thursday. Mm -hmm. uh, she still makes sure I stay in line. Well, as as much as she can. As much as she can see from where she is. Oh, I don't even know if that was you taking a stab at your mom, or if that was just Harry being Harry. Yeah, you figure out what it was and then tell me later. So 2020, obviously completely different for you as a, as a store owner, how this has been. Different is a good way of describing it. Um, very, very concerned when the students didn't come back after spring break. Mentioned the biscuits and gravy. That was my big rollout, kind of bring them back from spring break, something to bring them in. They didn't come back. Um, but fortunately, that still went over well. Mm -hmm. um, it takes everything to make a business like this in a small community work. If it weren't for the college, if it weren't for the locals, if it weren't for the surrounding countryside, if it weren't for gas and oil, all those pieces have to come together for the puzzle to work. And, and so far it has. And recently, with with all the stuff kind of popping back up, you brought the gas and oil up. I mean, your soups, I've seen them, they, they're they oh, flying they, out. They fly out of here. Um, they like the hot sandwiches. These mm -hmm. guys normally have money in their pockets and they want good food, they want it fast and they want lots of it. Which is good for you. Which is good for me. Um, um, during COVID, we didn't run out of things like everybody else did. So we picked up some really good, uh, what I hope are long-term customers from further away than I ever expected. I had people in here from Hickory, Pennsylvania. I had people in here from Waynesburg, Pennsylvania. They were just driving until they find that found a store. I was going to say, one of the big ones when when the whole when the toilet paper and paper towel scare kind of happened was you had people from as far as Waynesburg coming kind of up. I guess eight forty four. I'm not sure how they found us. Nineteen eight forty four. Three thirty one. There's a couple of different Route ways. Two, they <laughs> they got here. They found out we had good stuff. And there's still people who come in here just to go to the deli. Now, staying with, um, since 2020 was kind of the change of changes, let's go to when you first got back to now. Because the town has grossly changed. Just the demographic, the college's demographic, the, the amount of people that are in the town. Mm -hmm. um, what, has, what have you seen in your time back that's different from when you were back in yeah um we are more of the college place which we weren't i think when i uh before i left we were the local store the mm -hmm. college in was the college store that's yeah. the college in name um when i got back dad had shifted the store's business somewhat to lunches breakfast such as that uh but he i think there was still a disconnect between the college student and the and the store. Mm -hmm. I like to think that a you're laugh at this, but a younger person <laughs> behind the counter. Go ahead, go ahead, chuckle, head chuckle. Nope. Uh, you go. I was gonna say, is Talon gonna be working behind the uh, he, counter? He might be if he fails out of college. <laughs> uh, Talon, I have faith in you, buddy. But I think I think like to think I developed a rapport with the students, brought the younger crowd in. Uh, the all-day breakfast sandwich versus the breakfast sandwich till 10 o'clock, mm -hmm. uh, 10 specials instead of uh, instead of five, uh, the antique Facebook that we had a, uh, 
have one that we didn't have when I got back, and that was a project done by a Bethany College student. Uh, a student came to me one day and said, hey, I need to do a senior project, and my goal is to work with small businesses. Can I work in developing Facebook for the store as my senior project? He did an awesome job, handed it off to my wife, and the last time I heard from him, he was in Pittsburgh working with a company that uh, helped small businesses develop their business. So I, I think so you were really the, tied together. You were, and you were kind of a launching point for him. I'm hoping so, yeah. Um, so I have a, a question for, for the now, a um, question that I've received a lot. The, and, and you can choose not to answer. I mean, you are the owner of the business. <laughs> you choose what, what you answer and what you don't. Um, the Saturday schedule that has gone under uh, maintenance, I guess we will say, from a year ago that we sat here. I think it, mm -hmm. it went to one, and then it went to the noon closed. Correct. Is that because of just just the business model drove that as much as anything? Um, as my parents got older and weren't spending as much time in the store, mm -hmm. it just takes. I've got to have some downtime and time away from this to run the other aspects of the business. Um, got to have that time to have a life. Um, we found that if we closed at five on Saturday, these same people came in at you know four, four thirty, four fifty. When we closed at one, they came in at twelve, twelve thirty, twelve fifty. Close at twelve, they come in at eleven thirty, eleven fifty. Um, but as long as we're busy, we won't lock the door. No. I mean, if I'm here, I mean, homecoming was a prime example. Uh, not this past year, we didn't have a real homecoming, but two years ago, we were supposed to close at one o'clock, and we were still here at five because people kept coming kept through the door. We'll never turn down business. No. no. Um, so, other than your vast knowledge, of, and, and if people haven't looked, I mean, there's pictures of every historical event I think that's ever, for the most part, that's happened in Bethany. I mean. Looking through this window and knowing what's right behind that ATM because I've read it multiple times is the trolley. You have the clock tower pictures from when it was redone and, and whatnot over on the other side wall. Um, as, was that was that your dad wanted the that historical aspect and, you, and it was kind of a, a shared thing because you have the stories too that are the dad considered himself the historian of Bethany. He was the probably the last thread that held the whole thing together. Yeah, we still have Jack Hoffman. We're blessed with Jack. And um, if you need history right now, Jack's the man you go to. Dad couldn't stand to see anything thrown away. Mm -hmm. If there was a piece of history that came in here, he would find a place for it. Because the modern theory is throw it out. It's not new. It's not made of plastic. Let's get rid of it. So, yeah. And the history you see on the walls is <laughs> nothing compared to what I got. <laughs> even your office, I mean, a lot of people don't even know about your office, but just the just the different artwork and things that get worked in that are um, even your hat. Let's go back. Let's go to the hat that you wear in the in the commercial that we're going to send it to. It's a you guys have found a way to separate yourself from Bethany. Though. It's a you don't go with the green. You don't tend like I, I, every shirt that I've seen doesn't really have. The hundred year one did have it had a green trim to it, mm -hmm. but this shirt you went with red. The Shroom Capital shirts you went with. Uh, I think the first one was gray. It was a lighter gray, and then now we got a now, darker now, charcoal. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, and let's kick into that. You want to uh, pitch? How, how are we doing on shirts today? Uh, they're not going out of here like the hundredth anniversary shirts did, but I didn't expect them to. 
Uh, well, and it's that, again, it's that you don't have the students here where the, they are probably a bigger market to be buying those or and, alumni. And you would be amazed with the 100th anniversary shirts. I don't know how much work my wife did getting them mailed out. I mean, we probably sold half the, half of them by shipping them. Uh, people just call in, send us money, and say, hey, send me a shirt. I want one. Well, and that, that leads me, before I'm going to let you do the last bit of the promo, you're going to do a promo for yourself, and then we'll send it to your actual promo. Um, we do have a new giveaway. Thank you. Thanks to our sponsor here. Uh, I'm going to be purchasing two shirts for myself, and there will be two shirts out there. This is just a preview. I don't know what the criteria. We got to work on we'll the work criteria. Out details, so. yes. But there will be two shirts up for grabs for two people that are wa uh, loyal watchers of the show. Uh, chuckleheads. There we go. Uh, you know, I, I try to avoid saying it in the show, but I have to. Got to. If you're a chucklehead and you and Harry feels so inclined to pick your name out of the hat, um, there will be a one of one of the Chambers General Store. If they don't have it, you don't need it. Shirts, and there will be one Bethany or Shrimp Bethany, Bethany Shrimp, West Capital. Virginia Shrimp Capital of the world. So, without further ado, Mr. Chambers, go ahead and give your give your last promo and whatnot for store for anything that's upcoming any ideas that you have and then you are more than welcome to send it off to yourself alrighty well just hope anybody who passes through Bethany whether you're a chucklehead or not please come into Chambers General Store grab one of our daily specials grab a breakfast sandwich famous for the kids 20, uh, 12 hours a day almost at 24 7 that wouldn't be right uh, we also have many things people don't know about and like I said found during COVID uh, Ribeye steaks, ground beef, everything fresh, cut to your specifications. Uh, we'd love to see you. Let us know you saw us on Dingo Talk, and we'll be happy to shake your hand and be glad you came to see us. So now, without further ado, Harry, take it away. <laughs> You've just watched another exciting episode of Dingo Talk with your host, Carlo Guadagnino, recorded live in his secret lair in Bethany, West Virginia. Sponsored by Chambers General Store, the longest running general store in the state of West Virginia. Stop by and see us. We're here Monday through Friday, 6A to 5P, and on Saturday, 6A to noon. Get a breakfast sandwich or our new sausage, biscuits, and gravy. Coming soon, another round of Bethany Mushroom Capital of the World t-shirts and new Chambers General Store. If, you don't, if we don't have it, you don't need it t-shirts. Good. Wanna know by now?